What is up, Boston baddies? Welcome back to another episode of Drinks After Work. I'm Shannon. And I'm Gail. Thanks for being here. Welcome back. Welcome back. Long time no see. Long time no see. I saw you. This is our third day in a row <laughs> that we're hanging out. I know. How lucky are you? It's the luckiest girl in the world. I know. It's crazy. I literally woke up this morning and I was like, Bright-eyed I couldn't, I couldn't get luckier if I tried. Nope. I'm lucky. Nope. Happy. Third, third time's charm. We're about to have a ball. Yes. I'm blessed. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not lucky. I'm blessed. Yes. yes. <laughs> Peter, where were you on that? Peter, where were you when we You don't know you? that song? And I'm not so. lucky. I'm blessed. Yes. yes. That's definitely sure. not how it goes. <laughs> <laughs> Me. But I couldn't do it all alone. We. We. Young money raising. <laughs> yeah, that's a crazy. Me. So, Come on, Peter. Nicki Minaj, Peter. Oh, oh okay. Oh. Might be coming back to me. Yeah, All right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways. A little too late, Peter. It's just We had a time this weekend. We did. When the boys are away, the girls, girls will play. play. Yes. I texted <laughs> Gail Saturday morning and I said, what did you do last night? And she said, I was, you know, curled up in a ball, like shaking back and forth. And Not I was true. like, because Mystery Man was gone for the weekend. So I was like, let's do something about I, that. I'm I kidding. You didn't I'm a it. strong, independent woman. You are. You came through don't this. don't need a man. You don't. I want a man. Don't need a man. All right. We need to stop. We're being stupid. <laughs> the thing is, is like on this podcast, I know we've said this before. I forget we that we're things. not just talking. So sometimes I feel like we act hey. weird, but then we have to pull it together and realize that like there's Except people that are listening. Who I am, because when we're hanging out, just the two of us, like at dinner, say dumb shit. we're just like sitting there, like singing show tunes and like not really fully communicating and like half speaking to each other. We communicate, but it makes sense through tunes. We communicate. <laughs> we're tunes. musically inclined. Inclined. I am. You are. I taught myself a song on the piano just by listening. Some people say that you're the songbird of our generation, like the John Mayer. Oh my God. People I actually say that. heard that. No, I know I did. People say that. <laughs> you do spend a lot of time on Reddit. Do you ever search your name on Reddit? Yeah. <laughs> Are you kidding me after the Alex Earl shit? Oh, okay. I had Just to. in case. Would you, would you be happy if you saw? Like a small piece of me. Yes. Would be happy if you saw your name. But like, but you know, it's not going to be I'm good. Not, I'm not ready for that. You know, you're setting yourself up to be hurt. I'm already mentally weak. I don't need that right now. But like in the future, like hit me. You don't need a Reddit page. I feel like. No, not a page. Just no, no, like I'm a just saying when people start a Reddit page about you, they're not going there to say anything nice. Okay. It's like form spring. Like you have an anonymous page where people can say things about you without any inclination as to who is saying those things. They're not going to say anything. Nice. Maybe I'll get the ball rolling and yeah. I'll start a Boston influencer snark page, just like the New York one. That okay. one's always popping. It's a really good time. There's a New York influencer snark page. Oh yeah. And they just post it's it a all. dark place. <gasps> really? But it's so juicy. It is. Yeah. Okay. Highly recommend. Any Any hoozles. We so Saturday, what did we do Saturday? We kind of had a, a night. I know it was honestly... It was really good. Oh my God. I think I forgot because I'm trying to black out the fact that we went to Southie. I know. We showed our face in Southie. We did show our face. Well, it was it good was because Friday night I went to New Hampshire. My best friend, Ashley, who I've talked about on here, just bought a house with her husband. It was stunning, like gorgeous. We ended up staying up till like three or four in the morning though. I don't even know why. Like we were just like, you know, when you have one of those girl talks where you look at the clock and all of a sudden it's like three and you're like, where did the time like middle school sleepover vibes? Yeah. Where you're like hanging out and then you're like playing the Sims and, and you're like, getting yelled at for like laughing too loud. Yeah. Like yeah. that was kind of that was kind that of was the vibe. vibe. And then he was like, let's make pizza. And all of a sudden I look at the clock and it was like two thirty in the morning. We were making pizza. It was just like such a good 
fun night. But then anyways, I go back to the city, got a Brazilian blowout. And then I was like, where's Gail? Wait, where did you get a blowout? Maybe um, tell the baddies. I got it at this place called Amachi Salon. They use formaldehyde. It's like A-M-A-C-I. Is it on Newberry? No, it's um, it is. It's like near Boylston, like right okay. next to Boylston. But it's it's cute. But they do use formaldehyde. I know there's a lot of girlies who are like chemical free. They are not chemical free. Like you go there for like results. You need the chemicals. Like they're they're rough. Like they are doing oh. the work. But it's like rough and tough. Yes, they're like all right. We are going to fry this chemical into your hair, and your eyes might water, but it's gonna work. Wait, did your eyes water? Yeah. Oh. It just the like when formaldehyde gets heated up, it just like releases this chemical toxin. Should you be wearing? It's like probably a mask? killing me. Probably, but like cool, you go cool, once cool. every six months. Like, what's the harm? It's just probably no a worse couple brain cells. It's fine. I know, and I don't have a lot to spare. I think you do. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. That's so nice. I think I think you could afford to lose a few. That's so nice. I think if anyone, no one's ever said anything like I that. I think to if me. people were going to be like, "All right, Shannon or Abby, Jeopardy, who's going to win?" It'd be Shannon. I already woke up. No, I don't think people would say that. I do. Well, it's just because of your lack of like, like the time during the pandemic when you what? didn't know who Doctor Fauci was well, after he had been news. on the TV Sorry. for like six months. I don't need that negativity in no, my that's, life. That is true. That was really nice though. Okay, so anyways, I went there, got a Brazilian blowout, and then we oh met God. up. We finally went to Porto. I know. So we've talked about Porto, I feel like a lot for a place that we've never been to. Yeah. But they are like it's supposed to be like a mafia post close post. A mafia <laughs> coast, like Portofino inspired restaurant. It's outside. It's like lemon vibe. Okay, can I can I say one thing? Can okay. I be a negative Nancy for two Ugh. seconds? We were like doing so well no, today. No, no, no. We were being nice. It was so cute. Positive. It was cute, but it, it's not that deep. It's literally just some lemons on a string hanging up everywhere. Like it's not True. that deep. Okay, it's the not like- The menus were really, really cute. The menus were lemon themed on the back. Like It's not like Coquette where like you can tell yes. they curated the yes. inside of that place exactly. to look like something unique. And Like I don't want to hype it up that True. much to the point where the cute. baddies are like, it's lemon. You know what strings. I would I would equate it to is like you go to Chicago or LA or Miami and you're going to like a cute rooftop and they do a good job decorating it. Yeah. And you're like, oh, this is cute. Girls brunch. We can get bottomless mimosas. That's kind of the vibe. Yeah. But I will say good location. Yeah. Right in Back Bay, right on Boylston. It was very cute aesthetic. You could take cute pictures there. And I will say the menu was very good. It's like the perfect yes. girly Summer menu, like Aperol spritzes. You can get cute wine and they have like shaved zucchini salad with like goat cheese. They have burrata with peaches in it. Like all just very summer vibe tuna. These are all appetizers that we got and I would order them all again. I thought it was all delicious. You you were independent. I know. I-D-E-E, wait, I-N-D-E-P-E-N-D-E-N-T. Do you know what that means? You got No, you just said no more singing. I can't hypocrite. stop. Today. I can't stop. Hypocrite. I can't stop. I never said can't I doesn't. Stop, I wasn't stop. a hypocrite. True. But I was independent. You were. So I don't know. Well, I don't know if people know this specifically about Gail. <laughs> oh God. But like they probably wouldn't be shocked by this information. <laughs> she doesn't like when she gets a fish and the head comes on it. Obviously, most people we're feel that. Like, yeah. You are like you don't like. A, you're very specific about texture in general. Like yeah. Even like, like the fact that I'm even eating fish is like a big shocking. Deal. Like, or if we go to if we go to salmon, if we go to dinner and she gets she always gets a salmon. She always yeah. gets medium. She always doesn't like the way it's cooked. It's just like it's an ongoing <laughs> thing. 
every <laughs> single time. She also always gets a spicy mark margarita and it's always doesn't think it's spicy and then always sends Except it back. Except that Facha, they have the spiciest marks in Boston. True. So anyways, we go there and we're going to get, she was going to get the Branzino. I was going to get it too. So we specifically were like, does it come with the head? Because a lot of times Branzino will be like yeah. the whole thing with the head on it, which I don't particularly love either. Like no. I don't need to see the face of the fish that I'm eating. No, thank you. It's weird vibe. He goes, no, no head. And like, he could tell you were nervous about it. Yeah. So it was just funny that he specifically was like, no, like it's just like, it does not come with the head. Yeah. He left it at that. And then our, but he did, he did mention that there was two fillets. I was not expecting like them on top. I don't know what I was expecting. It was two fillets on top of each other and they bring it out and there's a freaking tail. Full tail. On my plate. Not like de-skinned, like the full, like they took it out of the water with the tail on it and just left the tail the way that it was like attached to the fish, yeah. which like, some people might be like, yeah, like if you know anything about seafood, that's standard. But like Gail does it like she <laughs> won't mess with that. And I had Bernzino at where did we, oh, Ocean Prime. And yeah. it was no head, no tail. And it was the best thing I ever had. Still haven't had a Bernzino better. But I was they just like not expecting de, they this. did de um debone it. Debone it, but yeah. it had like this like the skin on the outside with Twice, the tail. Because there was two flaps in skin. So I was I see this and in my head I'm like, <laughs> oh no, we were having such a nice night, great dinner. Like this is like we're gonna have to leave this restaurant. She's gonna be fighting with people. No. But my girl, she she mm -hmm. peeled that skin right back and she Twice. ate the whole thing. I've I never did. been so proud of you. I know. And Mystery you literally Man, were like, if Mystery Man could see this, he'd be so he'd be proud. He'd be so proud. He literally didn't believe me. He was like, there's no, he, he saw the picture that I posted. He was like, there's no way you ate that. And I was like, Shannon will literally vouch for me. You did. So I was shut impressed. up. I oh, ate it. And then if you guys go there, please, please, please. So we were going to knock at dessert and then we were like, fuck it. No, we're getting dessert. We get the warm chocolate chip cookie ski so skillet good. with a scoop of vanilla ice cream on top. It's so good. It was the gooeyest with sea salt, like the thick sea salt. Yes, the flaky sea just salt. Just get it. Honestly, I would go back there. Just for that cookie. Just and like get drinks and co a cookie. A cookie. And I might not, do that like tonight. <laughs> it's not the type of skillet where it's like an overwhelming amount of cookie. Like I could have easily eaten that cookie to myself. No. Would yeah. it have been a little I kind of wish that yeah. we had gotten to. But I, I was thinking that like, it. I was yeah. kind of giving you like the side eye because you're like coming into my section and I was like, if this bitch thinks she's eating this like, <laughs> like, Were you thinking that too a little bit? No. <laughs> we just have to, you know what it is? I'm hungry. What? We need to stop recording hungry. We're hungry. I know. Every I'm time so we hungry. like go on these like tangents about food. <laughs> Anyways, our best friend, Zach, I always call him our best friend, Zach. One of our friends, Zach, <laughs> it was his birthday. So he was like trying to get us to go to Marina Bay. We were like, no, we're not going. Yeah. We settled on Southie for his birthday. Because he lives in Southie. So we're like, he's a Southie boy. He is a Southie like, you've boy. You've probably seen him out at yes. local Lincoln Cap'n, Broadway. Yeah. Like you probably, um, you've seen him. Every time I've gone out in Southie and not told him I was there, like I turn around and he's just at the bar that I'm If I you've heard the words Icardi construction, that's our boy, Zach. Yeah. Like, so we end up going, meeting up with him and like his brother, his yeah. guy friends. And I, it was, ended up being a fun night, which like, don't tell any, don't tell him we said that because. Don't tell anyone. Don't tell the baddies. Take yeah. that back. Peter, cut that. Cut, <laughs> Peter, cut that. Um, But no, it was a good night. And then we like randomly ran into each other the next day. Yeah. That was weird. That was weird. Wait, but we literally did a Southie world tour. Like, I feel like the baddies need to know. We, we went to the Broadway Capo, and then we went to Capo Basement. Oh my which goodness! Capo Basement, I actually couldn't have been more miserable in Capo Basement. Really? 
You know what's funny? I, I was like, I'm not going into Capo Basement. But then did. when we got down there, I don't know what it was. Music made me lose control. I was kind of vibing <laughs> on the dance music floor. Music made me lose control. Stop. <laughs> no. I had to do I, it. Me and Janine, I just started like dancing and I was like, uh, I'm having so much no. fun. I will. I will. Then we went to Publico after, but I will stand. I will die on this hill that if you are 26 and older and you're in Capo Basement, there's something seriously wrong with you. Yeah, but you know I, what it I is? Took a, nope, I would die on the hill. I took a look around and I was like, oh my God, I feel so old. I think it's a state of mind. Is but it? here's the thing. I think there is a differentiation between if you are going to Capo Basement every single weekend, like Friday, Saturday, and you're in the basement and you're like, that's weird. I think like <laughs> as I go once a year, like I went a year ago with um, a group of my friends and we had like so much fun because you're like being silly and like living in the yeah, moment. I think different. that's okay. That's fine. Basically whenever, like whatever we do is okay. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> but like, that's just my own personal what, thing. What is this quote? Do as I say, not say. Do as I say, not as, as I, do. I do. Yeah. Well, do, do, don't do as I do. do no, as I do say. as I yeah. Yeah. Do do. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then we went to Publico, which was my first time going. It's actually I had fun. cute out there. It's cute. Except it was a little stinky, but it was cool. It was cute. It was cute. Good times. Yeah. Um, and then like when Gail thought she was through me, the next day Michael and I were walking to Seaport and all of a sudden we see Gail and Mystery Man like walking by. We were like, guys. And I could tell that Mystery <laughs> Man was like kind of upset that he saw us because he knew for a fact. Because basically, uh, for those of you that might be new to the podcast, if you are, just like go back and watch a different episode. Like or don't. A while ago. <laughs> or just like stop. No, I'm kidding. But like my uh, boyfriend, Michael, and Gail's boyfriend, Mystery Man, are best friends from like birth. So they had just spent the whole weekend together. It was a boys weekend at the boys lake. Boys weekend at the lake in New Hampshire. So they spent the whole weekend together. Me and Gail spent the whole weekend together. So when we saw each other <laughs> on Sunday, like just walking through <laughs> Seaport, I just saw Mystery Man's face and he face was like, oh <laughs> no, like he knew that that was it. Like he wanted to have a nice relaxing afternoon with his girlfriend. <laughs> they were about to go to Trader Joe's, like cook some pasta for dinner, go yep. home early. And when he saw us, he was like, oh shit. Like he knew for a fact that we were going to be like going out, going to a really uh, expensive dinner. Like so it just, expensive. of course <laughs> it had to happen. Oh, uh, but it In was Sephora. so fun. So we went back to Real House Oyster Bar. There's Real House Marina Bay, Real House EC. But we we mentioned Real House Oyster Bar. They just opened up in Seaport. And we actually, I will say, I will judge a restaurant by their charcuterie board. Mm-hmm. Like I don't want this weak shit. Like if are there, if there's if there's no jam, I don't like you. If there's no pickles, yeah. I don't like you. Mm-hmm. But I was pleasantly surprised by the charcuterie board at Real House Oyster Bar. I thought there was, it was a good, good selection it was of things. We there were was, also starving. Yeah, we were starving. No, but it was like, it was aesthetically pretty. It, it had, you know, everything that you could ever want. Maybe a little bit more crackers, but it was a good time. We got a bottle of Sancerre. It wasn't Sancerre. that, it wasn't that nice out, which was kind of No, weird. it was like cute though. We had a good but time. it was nice. And then Lola 42, if you don't know, just go there. It's like, it's the best. It's the it best is. vibes. It's a date night. Friday night, date night, 8 p.m. reservation. The music. You're going to go there. The music is on fleek. Me and Gail were on like. fleek, whoa. Me and Gail were like literally like whipping and naining. Like, oh my God, ew. We were having so much fun and the boys were kind of embarrassed, but like it was, it no, was a great it was so time. fun. Yes. And so. and I almost got the Branzino, but then the guy said that it came with a tail and a spine. That's where he <laughs> fucked up. He said that there was a spine. I said, no, I'm not Yeah, there here. is no. You, you also <laughs> were asking way too many questions. You know but. me. I like to know what I'm getting myself into. True. True, true. Oh my God. And then 
we, we took you to FOMU for the first time ever. Yes. Okay. So if you are like not into dairy, they open this place called FOMU. There's one in Seaport and there's one in... um. There's a bunch. There's like one okay. in Back Bay. There's one in uh, well, Alston. Okay. There's a bunch, but they so, just opened one in Seaport. Yes. And they do um like oat milk instead of cream dairy. or yeah. dairy or whatever. So good. And the flavors are unreal. They'll have like blueberry pie crumble with like and real like blueberry pie in it. Like it's, there's like blueberry jam in it. And like so good. I actually want to go back there right now. I'm so, so glad good. that you liked it because I that's the best. It's the best and worst thing to ever happen to me that there's one now that close. I know. I'm pumped. 10 out of 10 that we found that recommend because it's right within walking distance. Um, but yeah, so fun. I'm a little sleepy girl. Why? I went to bed so late last night. Like really? I'm talking 2 a.m. on a school night. Why? I feel like we had like such a big weekend. We did. And well, first I got blisters from yeah, you did. walking and dropping it. On you Saturday. did. You literally <laughs> like left abruptly and Gail texted me when she got home and she was like, I want you to know the reason I left isn't because of you. It's because of this. And, and like sent me like a dramatic picture of like her foot with blisters on it. And I was like, oh, like I, I didn't think that you did leave because of me, but thanks for the confirmation. <laughs> okay. So you had blisters. Yeah. So I was like, well, okay. The real reason, well, my, my feet hurt. I yeah. was laying in bed last night in pain and then I was spiraling that like I was going to have to amputate my feet. So I was like, oh my God, yeah, what, what if? is wrong with you? Next question. Okay. Um, but the real reason why I was up until 2 a.m. is because I started watching season 10 of Vanderpump Rules. Oh. And I just want to preface by saying, I know it's been going on. I know the whole drama with we know Ariana we're and Raquel late. Okay. And, and Tom and Tom I, and all the whatever. I know. And I, for a very long time, I did not want to talk about it on this podcast because I was like, I have not watched a single episode, a single season, a single second of the show. I don't know who these people are. All I know is fuck Raquel. But I wanted to experience it for I yourself. wanted to experience it for myself. And I will say I maybe there's like a lot of, I think there's like, I don't know, 15 episodes maybe in this season. So I, I'm about a third of the way done. And when I'm done with the season, I will give my thoughts, but I wanted to really analyze these people. Okay. Like figure out like what, yeah, what, like who it's are It's not they? looking good for uh, Raquel, but I will say I, I do pity her. Mm. I do. I think whatever That's i'll kind save of it you. for when i'm done yeah i'll save it for when i'm done okay so you're just prefacing that like you it's are happening. gonna be talking about it i will you're not there yet but like <laughs> it, it'll happen someday it'll happen someday okay <laughs> i will probably be done binge watching it by the by the next episode so come back next you week. know me like i couldn't even get you know what went on right yeah, yeah, yeah. I know yeah. about the drama, but I've never watched the show, which is why we never get into reality stuff on the show. And I know that people DM us sometimes on Instagram and they're like, you guys should get into like talking Real about- Real Housewives. You know, Real Housewives. Like Real Housewives is like a whole empire. It intimidates I me. Same. I know people say you should start with New York. There's so many of them. There's so many seasons. Like I'd have to sit down and dedicate a month of my life. I'd have to go on sabbatical and just like watch <laughs> really the, like all of these different shows and how they like interact with each other. I feel like I could speak on it because I feel like the people that There's are fans so of Vanderpump, Real Housewives, Selling Sunset, like these, I don't know why I just grouped in Selling Sunset with the other two, but like the people who are fans of these shows <laughs> are so diehard that if we were to get on this podcast oh, they would and speak us. on something that we didn't understand, they'd be like, no, no. Like yeah. immediately. No. And I wouldn't, I wouldn't blame them because I get it. They dedicated their lives to this show. Right. 
So. I th- yeah. Okay. Well, we'll be waiting to hear the updates. There have been some things that have been popping up in the world, like kind of pop culture adjacent. So there is something new on Instagram called Threads, which is like Twitter for Instagram. Yeah. What Did is you that? join? No. Me neither. I didn't even know about it until you said it. I... Okay, the only reason why I haven't joined is because I really don't like the fact that when you go to someone's profile now, there's a number attached to them. And oh, is it, that what that is? Yes. I was seeing that on Instagram and I was like, what it's, is that? It's, it's telling you what number person they are that signed up. Oh, like, like we signed could up go, for- We could go onto Peter's profile and see his number and be like, he was 2,457,631 person to join oh and i just think it's so creepy to join what threads because you have to and this is another reason you have to sign up with your instagram account you can't like sign up with an email but i also kind of love it because at the same time it's like kind of holding people accountable like you can't just make a fake i mean i guess you could but it's harder to make a fake profile and like be a troll Oh, true. Okay, like your number is on there. Okay, yeah. I just saw like, Blake Lively has it. Oh, she does. Yeah, everyone freaking has it. So, like, how do Peter? I- you have it, right? Yeah. What are your thoughts on it? Do you like it? I mean, I never use Twitter that much, so I just tried to like hop on the wagon real quickly. But I'm already starting to kind of lose energy. And, really? And shooting out. Is it popping? Like, are people posting that you follow at least? Uh, I actually don't follow anyone yet. <laughs> what? <laughs> I have just, you tweeted? Yeah. Is it called, like, do you tweet or do you thread? I don't know what they would call so, it. just a, oh yeah, start a thread. It, so it says it was a new app built by the Instagram team for sharing text updates and joining public conversations. You log in using your Instagram account, Instagram account and posts can be up to 500 characters long and include links, photos, and videos up to five minutes in length. Thread offers a new separate space for real-time updates and public convos. They wanted to create a positive and creative space for people to express their ideas. They're so stupid. For me, this is just like another opportunity Twitter. to cyberbully. No, you know what it is? It's Twitter. And honestly, I'm so sick of Instagram not having a creative thought. <laughs> they just don't Zuckerberg. like their first idea. No, Zuckerberg didn't even create Instagram. He no? created Facebook, which acquired the people who created oh. Instagram, like sold it to Facebook like years ago. Oh, shit. So okay. like. Which, whatever, but, like, they created Instagram, and sure, like, you post pictures, and it's just pictures. That was original. But then the stories, they stole that from Snapchat. True. Yeah, they never had an original thought in their life. Yeah, stories weren't a thing. Like, the videos weren't a thing. It was just pictures. So they stole that idea from Snapchat, and basically, like, everyone stopped using Snapchat. And now they're trying to, like, go after Twitter and create their own Twitter. Which, it's fun. I get it. You're trying to monopolize the market. Oh, and then they took reels from TikTok and tried to, like... I get they're trying to monopolize the entire social media market, but like, don't pretend like it's a unique new way to like create experiences. Like you're just trying to copy Twitter. I'd rather they just came out and said that, hey, we figured it was about time. <laughs> it's like when the Kardashians haven't been talked about in a while. So they like create some drama so that yeah. everyone's talking about it's them It's giving again. pick me energy. Yeah. Like Instagram's like, we haven't been, you know, talked about enough. So we're <laughs> just going to like steal another social media idea and like. Hope that people could talk about us. Do you think there's like lawsuits going on in the back? Like, I don't think you can really like, it'd probably be pretty hard to like trademark a social media platform because there's so many intricacies. It's not like you can get a patent for a fidget spinner. I don't know why I just thought of that, (laughs) but 
Anyways, I guess we'll see if people stick around. I know like the Instagram stories thing did not do well. People posted on there for, or no, not the stories, like the, the away messages that they did like oh, a few months yeah. ago. I people did that. it for like a week as a joke and then everyone yeah. stopped. So I guess we'll see if this whole threads thing lasts or people will just, I feel like there's Twitter people. They like their world. Like they yeah. are Twitter people. Like they consume their I news there. Twitter. You do. I don't, I don't post, but I do read it. People do like use it as like a news source. So either they're going to jump on the threads thing or it's just going to fade away. See, I like Twitter because it is like the first, if Instagram is down, that's the first place I go. I go to Twitter and I go mm -hmm. Instagram down. I search that and everyone and their mom is like, Instagram's down. I and need like, to okay, get cool. on Twitter. I, I still don't fully. Michael's a big Twitter person, obviously. I just don't know. <sighs> I It scares me. Thread scares me. It's like permanent and weird. And like, I think you can't it's permanent. delete like, if you wanted to delete your threads, you have to delete Instagram. Don't quote me on that. Oh, okay. So I definitely won't be getting that. Right? Not that I, like, say anything bad online, but just in case. Um, all right. And then the canon event. Have you heard of that? No. <laughs> you definitely have, but, like, there's now a word for it. Thanks to Spider-Man, actually. Like, this was, like, a concept used in, like, superhero movies anime. But, like, recently the new Spider-Man movie just came out, like, literally a month ago, yeah. I think. And... I haven't seen it, so I don't really know like in what reference it came from there, but it's basically something that has to happen in your life, like in your storyline in order to build character and make you who you are. So basically, TikTok is running with this. It's the newest trend. People are on TikTok sharing their canon event. People and need urging to stop. others. Everything is like trendy. To not interfere with someone else's canon event. So basically, okay. like, there's like this whole filter for it now. But what if you interfering with someone's canon event was their canon event? You know? Touche. Anyways, what I don't fully get it. So, like, um, canon event. Like, like, I'm like, that was the moment that, like, changed my life. Really, that was yeah. the moment that, like, made me who I am Like, today. it's like when, like, the dots are finally connected. Like, oh, like, A had to happen in order for B to happen. Okay. Yeah. Like, my boyfriend had to break up with me, so I moved cross-country. And if I hadn't done that, then I wouldn't have gotten this job and right. become this person. That's a canon event. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. So, people are just sharing them on TikTok now. Um, I think it's kind of cute, though. Okay. I don't, I don't really know what my canon event is yet. I feel like I'm still young. I still I have a lot of it's life It's like hard to, to reflect back on. Exactly. And think about. Exactly. But yeah. I can like think of a million reasons why like if certain things didn't happen in my life, we wouldn't have this podcast today. You know? Yeah. Like if I, I didn't get my, my first job out of college, I never would have met you and I never would have started this podcast i do think about things like that right? i don't know if that like does that make it a is canon that, event is that just like living life in like things maybe. happening because they happen like maybe i have had conversations like that with people though canon event has to be like more dramatic yeah i've but had conversations know. with people who like live especially people i work with who live in like a different city or like a different office and i'm like if so-and-so hadn't happened and this hadn't happened we wouldn't know each other and then this like i wouldn't have met this person because of them it's just crazy to think about. Well, even like the whole, like if we hadn't met, you wouldn't have met Mystery Man. <gasps> True. So if we never worked together. You wouldn't, you wouldn't have met me. You wouldn't have met Mystery Man. That's so true. Life would be different. It I always do think about this like very, very, I think for my parents, like this moment where my dad's Turkish. So my parents were, um, they were married. They had my sister and I lived in Los Angeles and they were looking at this house to buy like in like the Malibu area, I think it was. 
they found this house and they didn't really know. Like my dad was like from Istanbul. My mom was from the East Coast and they were like, do we, do we move? Do we stay here? But they were like loving living in LA. Like it was, they had a good group of friends. Honestly, it was like a good place to be when you're young because it's like nice out all the time. So they found this house that they loved and they were thinking of buying it. And they were like very seriously like, all right, maybe we do this. And right then, right around that time, I'm pretty sure is when my dad's father either like got sick or like was kind of at a place where they needed to kind of like care for him and um, attend to the family in Turkey. And that's why we like moved to Tur to Istanbul. Right. But I always think about that where I'm like, if they had like bought this house, would we have stayed in California? Would I have ended up getting raised in like Los Angeles? Oh my and God, that's so weird to think. what, like, who would I be right now? I probably wouldn't have gone to you know, UNH. I wouldn't have met any of my friends. I would have been like a different person living a different life. If we had bought that house, because I feel like if we had bought the house, we would have had like a tie exactly. to it California. Been, and even if we went to Turkey, maybe for a year or two, we probably would have ended back. up back in California. Yeah. As opposed to like what ended up happening is we moved to Turkey. So my dad, like, so we could be near my dad's family. We, we ended up being there for eight years. And then when we moved back, we were like, let's go near my mom's family in New Hampshire. I feel like my life would have been so different. So I do think about that. And even though I was really young and I don't remember that, but I feel like that was like... The closest thing I can compare. A canon event. Yeah. Damn. All right. Pop culture world. It's called Drunk Deeds. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I just did that. It's okay. Pop culture world. Like, it was like me and my Abra Spritz. Abra. Yeah. Gail gets to the bar <laughs> on Saturday. We're oh, literally at the Broadway. And they're like, what are you guys drinking? And I was like, oh, I'll have like a tequila reposado soda with lime and Gail looks at the bartender and goes, I'll an Aperol spritz. <laughs> I didn't even say anything, but Zach looked at you and he was like, what did you just say? You're like an Aperol spritz. He was like, no, it's the way you said it. I feel like it's one of those words it's you can so, make so annoying. Like an Aperol spritz. I swear to God, it's just the sole fact that I stepped into a Southie bar and, and I lost all my brain cells. <laughs> I, just, I don't oh, know what happened. It was, I, it was rough. Oh, God. it's okay. It's okay. All right, Logan Paul. <laughs> another news. And Nina Agdal are engaged. So he's twenty eight oh. years old. She's thirty one. They've been dating for, I think, a like year. one. Yeah, one they year. They just celebrated their one year anniversary in May. Okay, so Logan Paul, of course, is one of the classic controversial people that has been in all of our lives for a very long time now. You didn't really know if he was going to settle down or not. He was dating that girl. I thought he was going to die alone. Me Jersey. too. But he always did have this like soft side to him where I was like, will he? If I were to pick a Paul brother, it'd be Logan. Over Me Jake. too. You used to say Jake. Oh I always God, said, did I? I always said Logan. You said Jake. Oh, well, I was probably still toxic. Okay. Okay. So <laughs> since you've become, I think that Jake, I, I don't see Jake being able to be in a committed relationship. Yeah. I think like, he will die alone. He will be the fun. Uncle. I hope he doesn't die alone. Like, I hope he finds someone. No, me too. I just, but will he? I don't know. I don't know. But like Logan, I do think has that side to him. Who's that girl he used to date like years ago? Uh, the really cute. Julia Rose? No, that was Jake. Oh, who are you talking? Logan? The, the, yeah. Like the cute blonde girl. I think Not she's Josie. like Victoria's. Josie. Oh yeah. Yeah. Josie. Our Josie. homegirl just got married. Yes, but like he did it her. I thought they were really cute together and I, I thought, thought that they would get married and then they too. didn't. And then they had this like horrible breakup and I was like, oh no. And then I felt like he was just kind of off being a player. Started dating Nina Agdal and I was like, of course, because you know, she's gorgeous and I feel like they always date like models. the prettiest models. She, I didn't know, you know it was, she was like- a Victoria's Secret model? Nina. Yeah. Yes, I did know that. that I didn't know that they were that serious. Um, I thought they were kind of just like fun relationship. They also kind of kept their relationship a secret for a while. 
Like I feel like it was only probably like four or five months ago I saw them post together for the first time. Really? And then yesterday it was just like, boom, engaged, which I thought was super cute, but I didn't really take in how cute it was until I saw the TikTok that you sent me. I know. If you haven't seen it yet, go on Logan Paul's TikTok. TikTok. He posts the like the anniversary or the anniversary the proposal, proposal video. It was really cute. I think just because. Okay, he so was if you crying, don't, I if you don't it. know Logan Paul, maybe you wouldn't think it's that cute, and you're like, oh, it's just another, proposal. like in you know another proposal. But I think because knowing him and he's just like funny, always doing like pranks. Like he's obviously he does the boxing thing, whatever. Yeah. Seeing him actually get that emotional and vulnerable and was really, really cute. And you could tell it was very genuine. It wasn't yeah. like forced. Yeah. No, I loved it. And they got engaged in Lake Como, which is like a dream spot. Yeah. Like beautiful location. She, I had no idea who she was. Like I honestly didn't. Really? But, yeah. Oh, I had no idea who she she's was. So cute. I am. I ship them. Mm-hmm. I hope they have long, happy, healthy marriage. Me too. I hope they make it to the altar. I really do. Yeah, I think they will. I think they will. I do. I like. I have. I have hope. She dated though, um, TBT to Adam Levine mm-hmm. and Leonardo DiCaprio. Good for her, right? Good for her. Well, like I don't really like Adam Levine. Okay, and you're do He's I? He's a bad boy. But Leo, yeah, I forgot about that whole thing. Yeah, I, don't I don't like him. But Leo, like I think if you date Leo, that's cool. Yeah. Good for, so good, good, for, good for them. Happy for them. On the topic of engagements, just like let's dial it down to Barstool World. Um, both Chicks in the Office girls are oh, now engaged. I saw that. Crazy pants. They got engaged literally within days of one another. That's wild. I know. So Should we do that? <laughs> okay, so I was going <laughs> to ask you. I was like, do we plan it? So, so if you guys don't know who Chicks in the Office is, it's a... Barstool podcast. It's these two chicks in the office, um, <laughs> Rhea and Fran. <laughs> Did you like that? Yeah, I liked thanks, it. They're, thanks. They're in the office. You can let the full laugh out. You no, know? I liked it. Thanks. Okay, cool. I think I, I wanted to give you like a half laugh. Oh, okay. Better than nothing. <laughs> so Fran has been dating Joe for a really, really long time. I heard he's like a trust fund baby. I don't know if that's accurate, but like if so, good for her. Um, and then Rhea has been dating Marty Mush, which was a very controversial. Very controversial last summer. Couple. Yes, last summer um, because Rhea was dating an OG Barstool guy Broke up Hank. and then Hank, yep. And whatever. Started dating this other guy like shortly after. Who works at Barstool. And they're all in the same like friend group. It was like all this drama. Yeah. I thought she was going to like leave Barstool because it was pretty bad. People were pissed at her. Prez was not happy because no. Prez is like best friends with Hank. So right. it was all this drama and no one thought that, I think everyone thought it was maybe like a rebound, but. But like, I guess it's end game. They've only been, I, okay. What am I doing wrong? Like they've been dating for a year. When you know, you know, I fucking know. <laughs> I don't get it. I, I generally don't get it. Like I got lost in the sauce. Maybe we're coming on too strong. <laughs> I tend to do that. God damn it. Well, okay. So I think there's I, a threshold. I think there's a threshold. Whatever. No. Don't you think so? I think people either like I always this just might be a personal thing. But I keep thinking this. I see people who date for like six months to a year and yeah. they get engaged. Yeah. Or I see people date for like oh, ten okay. years before getting engaged. I feel like there's like a weird, like almost like threshold of like if it's six months, it's like the whirlwind, I'm in love with you and I spend my life with you because you're still like you know, working out and like looking cute and like whatever. 
or it's like you're together for 10 years and you're like, we already have this whole life and we respect each other and we know exactly how we want this to go. And now we're just like, we're going to get engaged at this point because we're sure. I don't really see a lot of people getting engaged at like the four year mark. It's you're like not one making of the two. me feel better. <laughs> I'm kidding. I think everyone's I'm different. approaching no, three. You're right. There's a lot of people that get engaged at two or three years, but I think it's funny how that works. Like, I feel like I either see like a year or 10 years. Yeah. There's like no in between. A lot. Hmm. Except for the, I'm thinking of like four couples. That's not the case for, but I'm going to ignore those four <laughs> gonna, and I'm just going to like die on the hill <laughs> of like my thought. Yes. No, back it up. Back Anyways. It up. So I, I thought, so Fran posted her engagement first. She got engaged first. She posted it first. And then Rhea ended up getting engaged. Like I think a day or two after her, but she didn't post it oh. for a few days. Okay. And I was reading comments. I honestly don't know if it's true. Someone in Rhea's family was commenting about like, I don't know if there was drama with like, not drama, but like, I think maybe, I don't know if Rhea has a sister. This is all alleged. I just read this in the comments, but Rhea's sister is pregnant and maybe there was something going on and she wanted to make sure that her sister was okay first before she posted her engagement. Uh, okay. I don't know if that's actually true, but someone commented and looked like it was someone related to her. So I'm going to go with, that maybe is why she waited. I don't know if she waited because she wanted to give Fran like her moment. Oh, but people on Reddit are obviously still pissed. People are like, why did this happen? Like they both deserve their own moment. And I'm like, I highly doubt either one of them feel like their thunder was stolen. Oh, so people are mad because they feel like the boys should have communicated better yeah. about proposing to them and like who was going to do it when. Right. They obviously knew, right? Like, I'm assuming... They've been podcast hosts and friends for all these years. Obviously, their boyfriends, I'm sure, would like be on the same page about proposing, right? I don't. Or do they not? Or do guys not think? I just guys how do, don't. How think, do they work? Period. Peter. Yeah, that's probably accurate. <laughs> like, I part they of me is don't like, think that deep. Either they were like, did talk about it and they wanted to do it near each other, or they just didn't think and they were like, "Ooh, I'm gonna propose today." So uh, it's windy out. They released <laughs> it's windy out. The wind blows. Let's propose. Let's propose. Oh, oh, I got bars. Oh, you got that. that. Okay, cool. I love that for me. Um, <laughs> I was half listening to their podcast today. So they okay. released their like, we're engaged podcast. And they were telling the stories of how like, all, how they all went down. And like, okay. I was half listening. So I don't remember. So go do your own homework. Okay, I will. But, I'm not going to cheat your in, up your answers. But well, I wish I could tell the baddies, but I just don't remember because I was I was at work half listening. Okay, so but how it this... sounded like Joe had planned it further in, in advance. advance. Yeah. Okay, which makes sense because they've been together for so long. Exactly, and so like I kind of I don't know, but do you think that's weird? Like, would you be mad if your friend got no. engaged right, like literally days? No, apart? I don't think I'm like that much of a narcissist. Like, I don't. Oh. Maybe, maybe I am. Like a tiny, you wouldn't be like a tiny bit. Okay, a bit. there's a part of me that think it'd be cute. Picture this. We're going on a brisk walk through Paris. And all of a sudden, Mystery Man and Michael just both like like <laughs> drop down to one knee. Like they created a version. We turn around. They're both proposing to us at the same time. Choreographed speeches. Is that kind of <laughs> I would hate that. I would absolutely fucking hate that. <laughs> they're like, they sing. No, I want a private moment. You don't, don't think that's something we could there. all share together? No. That'd be kind of cute. Also, then it's like, it's our story. It's not my story. It's our we story. We got engaged our story. in Paris. We got engaged. At the same time. It's kind of fun for oh the God. plot. Okay. Think well, about now, others. Well, Michael and Mr. Rand, if you're listening to this, don't do that. 
please. <laughs> they would do that. They would. They do would that. 100%. They'd be like, let's just kill two birds with one stone. Yeah, that's a good point. They're like, might as well. We're here. Because we'd never suspect it. That's why it's going to happen. No, shut up. Stop <laughs> manifesting that. All right. So that's your answer that you don't think it's weird that, okay. Okay. I don't know how I feel about it. I don't know. Okay. I'll, we can each have our own moment. Yeah. Okay. I think that's fair. That's fine. Okay, cool. Except um, what? Nothing. Except what? Except we won't. I'm going to plan it now. Oh, okay. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> well, just like last week, I just want to be there. That's all. Yeah. I just want to be there yeah. when it happens. Yeah. Okay. Last up, we have Jonah. I was really disappointed to hear this about Jonah Hill. So basically, his ex, Sarah Brady, blasted him Oh. on social media. Like, I'm talking leaked text messages, leaked Instagram Why DMs. do people do that? Like, they're just like, can we not? Okay, but wait until it's you bad. hear. Wait, right. it's Yeah, it's not good. Okay, and I will preface this. I love, maybe loved, Jonah. I don't know how I feel about this yet. I need to digest because I just found out. You love but Jonah Hill? I think he's Why so did- funny. Like, every movie that he's in, like, oh, I just, okay, I like, you didn't think he was, like, he wasn't like the, he wasn't oh like God, your no. celeb crush. No, no. Well, I thought that's on. what you were saying and I, like, just didn't. No, you know that's Dave Portnoy. Yeah, um, true. I just really like Jonah Hill in movies. I think he's a funny actor, whatever. Yeah. Um, he's dating this girl, Sarah Brady, from 2021 to 2022. So quick-lived relationship, like mm-hmm. about a year. Apparently that's an attorney in every other world. But Celeb world. Yeah. Um, on July 7th, Sarah began sharing a series of Instagram stories oh. detailing Jonah's alleged emotionally abusive behavior by posting their DMs and texts. Wow. And she said, I'm sharing this publicly now because keeping it to myself was causing more damage to my mental health than sharing it could ever do. But like sharing it to the world. This like is a warning. You can't share it with like your therapist. I'm sorry, that's mean. <laughs> I just, I do think that, go on. Just wait. Just okay. wait. Sure, this is a warning to all girls. If your partner's talking to you like this, make an exit plan. Call oh. me if you need an error. Okay. And so basically, she, I, I have no idea who she is. Um, she's a surfer. I don't know if that's like her career. It's kind of sounds like it. Um, but she's a, it looks like professional recreational surfer. And so there's text that says, good start. You don't seem to get it, but it's not my place to teach you. I've made my boundaries clear. You refuse to let go of some of them and you've made that clear. And I hope it makes you happy. I don't know what the hell that's in context too, but then he sends her a screenshot of one of her Instagram photos and says, Oh, shit, this this guy. Basically, he said, plain and simple, if you need, and then lists out in bullets, surfing with men, boundaryless, inappropriate friendships with men, to model, to post pictures of yourself in a bathing suit, to post sexual fo- photos, friendships with women who are in unstable places and from your wild recent past beyond oh. getting a lunch or coffee or something respectful then i'm not the right partner for you if these things bring you to a place of happiness i support it and there will be no hard feelings these are my boundaries for a romantic partnership my boundaries with you based on these actions have hurt our trust wow so so he's just like randomly mad at her did she do something no he's that shit crazy like like she just posted like a bikini pic of her surfing or like she's like an instagram model and he just like flipped out basically yep okay and he said 
you're right. We can't do surf social things or develop trust until you consider me and make decisions that give regard to our relationship. I have been vulnerable as possible. And I'm telling you, I'm needing you to step up to the plate, which you can. I'm sure of it. But these losers don't get your time if you want me. Straight up. It's consideration. I respect your love of surfing, but I respect myself as well. And your love of surfing and being in those situations and lack of awareness are not mutually exclusive. This is me. I have my own issues that I own. If you want marriage and family, you can't use the 25 cards. Step up and cut shit. These people don't get your time or your kindness at the sacrifices of mine. Um, Interesting. So it sounds like he's just super controlling and wants her to spend all of his, all of her time with him. Yeah. But like just the fact that she posts in a bathing suit, like, uh, I mean, the screenshots go on and on. On and on and on. And it's just like really sad to see. Like it just goes to show like you truly don't know someone. Yeah. It is sad. You know what's crazy? Like I think, I mean, a lot of us at this point, I think have been in emotionally abusive relationships. Obviously there are different varying levels and it can get more or less intense. Um, And I think the sad part is, it is hard to spot it in the beginning and mm-hmm. it does usually progress and develop. Like I know when I was really, really young, um, I remember being in a relationship where at first it was very subtle and the same thing happened to my sister. And I'm, I'm curious to know if something similar happened to you, but I remember at first it was like, Oh, I don't want you to talk to like, I don't want you to be friends with this guy anymore who like you used to see. And at first that seems like, okay, that's fair. Like I used to see this guy. I'm not going to be like he, him and I were still friends, like no bad blood type thing. I was like, okay, yeah, no, no worries at all. Cut off that relationship. And then it developed into, Hey, I don't really want you to hang out with your guy friends anymore because I feel like they're a bad influence on you. And again, nothing bad was happening during this time. I said a group of friends, some of them were guys. And then he's like, I just feel uncomfortable by the thought of you having like a group of guy friends. Like I don't really know them that well. It made me feel more comfortable if you didn't, if you spent more time with me instead. And again, I was so young. I was like, okay. I mean, I probably put up a fight, but I was like understood. And he like found a way of making me feel like I was in the wrong. And like, he's right. I really shouldn't be friends with other guys. And then it developed. And I remember by the end of it, I was in college and it had progressed to the level where he no longer wanted me to hang out with my girlfriends because he thought that they were bad influences on me. And I remember like, luckily by that point, I think I had grown up enough because we we were in like a three to four year long relationship. But at that point I had grown up enough and like kind of learned who I was enough to be like, no, this is getting super toxic because I've cut out like past people that like I like maybe kind of talked to, but like was friends with. I cut out all my guy friends, people from my childhood, people from like college that I was friends with. Now you're asking me to cut off like my friendships. And it would kept getting more and more like always, there was always a reason. It was like, well, you're this group of girlfriends. Like they always want to go out and like have fun and they're a bad influence. You should stop talking to them. Oh, this group of girlfriends, you should stop talking to them with them because it doesn't seem like they like me. And if you really loved me as much as you said you did, like you'd stop talking to them. You shouldn't want that toxicity in your life. Like they're trying to take us down. They're jealous of you. You shouldn't be friends with them. And it's just crazy how it can develop so much because in the beginning, it might seem like an, like simple enough request. Like, oh, don't hang out with the opposite gender. This, don't hang out with this guy that's flirting with you. It makes me uncomfortable. And that, that in and of itself, it's like, all right, that's fair. You want to be respectful in a relationship. But I think if you start to see them wanting more and more and more, getting more and more controlling, that's when it starts to get like, it's scary and it develops sometimes gradually, but it always does develop. 
And it's hard to see the signs. And a lot of times you might be in a relationship with someone that you're head over heels, like in love with. By the time you realize that what's going on and that's really hard to get out. And I think it wasn't until, like, I think I noticed it was a little toxic, but it wasn't until we were out of the relationship. And I was like, you know, a few years later, I was dating Michael and he didn't do any of those things. I remember being like, oh my goodness, this is what it's supposed to be. This is what it's supposed to feel like. And that quote that's like, oh, like healing a heart that you didn't break. I feel like that's literally what he did because Mm -hmm. I just didn't know that a relationship could exist where someone wasn't manipulative and tried to make you feel like that meant that they love you. Like that's that manipulation doesn't equal love. And I feel like it's really hard to realize that. It And the thing is, it was never love because the thing about emotionally abusive and controlling men is they don't want submissive women. They don't want a yes girl. Like they don't want someone that's going to say yes to all their requests. Like do they? Yes, to a degree. But what they really want is they want a strong woman. They're going to, they're going to pick the strongest woman they can find and they're going to knock her down until she can't get back up. And then they're going to leave her. Yeah. Because that feeds their ego. That feeds their control. Like they don't care about having a yes girl. They just, they just want to literally knock you down a peg and see how far down you can go until you leave. Yeah. Or until you're so reliant on them that you don't leave because you just don't want, and you don't have anything else. Eventually you hopefully leave. I know. Well, yeah. That's but at that point, it's like you're so broken down. It's like, where was that strong woman? Yeah. Like, I don't even know who I am anymore. It is crazy because I think it's one of those things you can recognize in other people. But never yourself. It's so hard to recognize in yourself. Like, mm. it's so hard. And it, like, comes from a place of that person is typically, like, insecure. They're trying to make you feel insecure. That way you won't leave them. And it just, like, turns into this whole just, like, toxic cycle. And it's really, really sad. And it does happen literally all the time. I think if you're in a relationship and just like you said, they're trying to isolate you yeah, from everyone and everything, there's a reason for that. Yeah. Because they don't want people in your ear telling you, like, oh— so-and-so is actually a piece of shit. Like, oh, you deserve better. Oh, like his behavior is not normal. They don't want any family or friends in your ear. Yeah. They want you to become reliant on them. I think that's a huge one. I think the isolation is always, in my mind, like probably the number one thing that I look for. Like, I'm sure she wouldn't mind me sharing it. My sister was in a relationship with someone like years and years ago who came in and like honestly pretty early on was like already trying to like isolate her from her friends, from like her guy friends, like, you know, kind of making her feel like her friends are losers, her friends are this, her guy friends are that. But then he started coming for like the family. He'd like say stuff about me, like try to get her away from like her family, her parents, things like that. And I think like I'm very, very thankful that Bianca is just one of those people where she was like, he'd be like, don't go to this, you know, don't go out with your friends or don't go to this Red Sox game with your friends or else I'll break up with you. And she was like, all right, well, I'm going to go. And that like drove him insane. Right. But I think that like, luckily she got out of that relationship and I'm really thankful she did, but we've all been there. Like, I think to a degree. And I think that there is an element of like, sometimes when you're growing up, a lot of people, I think, I don't know what the reason is for it, but I think a lot of relationships are probably a lot more toxic in high school and college. And Mm -hmm. I think not to make excuses for people, but I think that you do grow up. 
Like I do do think that the way I used to act in high school was definitely on a different level than I act today. Like I'm a lot oh, yeah. more like mature about my relationship. I think cause some of that comes with getting older and having wisdom and honestly just having way less energy to be mad all the time. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that like, if you're noticing like patterns, you know, with the person that you're with at any age, like you should just get out of that relationship because it's not going to put you in a good spot. I think another one I look out for is like, if you're not happy, like at all when you're not with them. Like they make you feel like, unless you're with them, you really shouldn't be happy. I feel like that's another one. Like I've seen friends or people in my life where it's almost like the sparkle has just been like sucked out of them. And when they're not with their significant other, they just like, they're not themselves. And I feel like that's a huge one because ultimately as people, like we're supposed to be our own person. You're supposed to be with someone who compliments you and they're another whole person that like compliments each other well. You're supposed to be a part of each other's world, not your whole world. Exactly. Yeah. And I think that where the issue can start is if someone tries to make you feel like you are not complete without them. Like you are a piece, you are a half, like you're not a whole. And then you start to need to fill that person to be your whole. Like you are literally not a whole complete person without them. I feel like that's when it starts to get toxic because at the end of the day, we're all humans and like that person is going to let you down at some point. And if they're literally a part of your being, like a part of who you are, it's really, really hard to like feel good about yourself and like who you are and like what you're doing. And ultimately if you don't see the relationship working out or if you want to focus on yourself, it's hard to do that when you don't feel like you're complete without this other person. Yeah. So I feel like, like you said, it takes two. And I think the biggest thing you can do is like, or at least I had to learn was to try to really focus on like feeling complete with myself and not looking for my identity to be filled in another person. Like whenever you do that, I feel like that's an issue. Yeah. I also had a friend who, and I say had a friend because we're no longer friends because she's in such a unhealthy, toxic relationship. Yeah. Um, I remember when I found out like just how bad it was, it was, bad. she wasn't allowed to work. He would make comments on her body. Like, things out of her control. And I think if a man is literally making comments about your body, whether or not it's like, oh, you've gained a little weight or, oh, that's, yeah, that's like, so I don't like unacceptable, uh, like something that they can't change, like whatever it is, that is not normal. I, 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 my mouth dropped when, when she told me that I was like, but again, you're so right about that or making comments about other girls being attractive. Yeah. Even if it's like, so this is, this is a big one. I think people are like, well, if I'm talking about some like Instagram model or a celebrity, it's not like I'm going to talk to them. It doesn't matter. Cause if you are saying things with the intention of making your partner feel insecure, yeah. that's where the issue stems from. Like, even if the guy's like, oh, like I keep talking about how hot this Instagram model is, or, oh, like I really like girls who look like this. But he's like, oh, no, like, nothing's going to happen. I'm just saying. But it's like he's saying that to get to you because all of a sudden now you're insecure being, well, I don't have this body. I don't have that hair. I don't look like this. And it's like that's part of that's a part of manipulation. You really shouldn't be talking that way, making comments about like either the body of the person you're dating or other people's bodies. You shouldn't be doing that, especially if you're doing it in a way to get to them. I, I read that's a, a big one. I read a quote that said, give a man some therapy. You'll hear him heal him for a day. If you teach a man therapy words, you feed his manipulation for a lifetime. Oh, wait. Isn't that interesting? Because interesting. then they know how to like play you. 
Wow. It's it's a it's a dicey, dicey situation. That's honestly really scary. It is scary how people can be and what you said about like you never really know anyone. I feel like that's so accurate. Mm-hmm. But I do think that the um I mean, I don't know, it's it's hard to obviously give advice on a podcast when there's so many specific situations and I can only really speak to my experience and the people that I know. But I do think that if you are with someone and maybe something just feels, first off, we always say this, trust, like your nervous system Mm -hmm. will usually tell you if something's wrong. Like, especially early on, if you're just feeling a little off, not comfortable, insecure around the person you're dating, that's usually a sign I'm a bit, not everyone agrees with me on this, but the whole idea of like, don't marry the guy that gives you butterflies. I honestly stand by that. I think that maybe butterflies for the first few dates are normal. But if you are like, if you've been with someone for three months, four months, and they're making you just feel insecure when you're not with them, you have an uneasy feeling in your stomach, like knots, pit in your stomach, that sort of feeling, your body's usually trying to signal that like something is wrong. So I think follow that. I think the other thing is, if you feel, I don't know, it's tough because a lot of the stuff people want to keep it to themselves. But if you do feel comfortable enough, um, I know one thing my sister did was she was very, very open with me. She knew I didn't judge her. Like she knew I didn't. But with her ex-boyfriend, she was like, hey, he said these like four things to me today. Is that normal? And I understand that not every girl's like my sister. Right. Like some people really keep it to themselves and they want to protect the people they're with, which totally understand. There's so many different dynamics that play into how you deal with relationships like this. But if, especially early on, if you have someone that you can confide in, that you know, isn't going to judge me, like judge you, like Bianca knew that she could tell me this stuff and I wasn't going to be like, oh my God, what's wrong with it? Like, I just tried to support her. She knew that about me. So she would sit me down and be like, all right, this seems a little weird. What do you think? And she was younger than me. So she was trying to navigate this stuff. If you can talk to someone you trust enough and they can give you an objective opinion, like I do think that that is very valuable and like keep talking to them and keep the communication open. And like, I think no matter what, don't like try not to like let yourself be isolated from friends and people that love and support you. Cause I think that's so important on the flip side of that. If you have a loved one, family member, a friend who is going through something like this, I think it's really important to know that it's not personal and to not get frustrated with them. I know I have been guilty of like getting frustrated with a friend because I'm like, I've given her this advice 20 times. Why wouldn't she listen to me? Like there's just so much more at play and it's easy to speak on someone else's situation when it's not your own. So I do think like being there to like support someone, not judge them and like listen is really, really important because you never really know what someone's going through like behind closed doors. Yeah. And that, and that's why I appreciate you when you were patient with me. And I was going through it because I was like, you can you can tell a girl to leave, but she won't leave until she's ready. Yeah, I felt like you had to be ready. Like yeah. you and we were like, it was like that whole summer. I honestly feel like that summer, as much as we went through some shit and it was literally the summer of the pandemic and it was mm-hmm. bad in a lot of ways, I feel like we spent so much time together and we like got so close. And I feel like after months of us, we started the podcast. I feel like that gave you so much like confidence. You're like, all right, I have this podcast. Like we were out rollerblading. We're having so much fun with our friends. And I feel like you reached a point where you're like, Hey, like I don't need this anymore. Like I feel comfortable to Mm -hmm. walk away. And I remember I was like, that was such a good moment. Like when we reminisce on being blonde, I almost feel like that's part of why I liked it. It was like this. Oh my God. We were literally talking about that at dinner. Like our blonde era was the best and worst time of our life. 
And it was weird because we couldn't put a finger on it because in some ways we were like, we were going out too much and it was kind of toxic. But I was like, what is it that I have so much nostalgia? And I think that it's because we really like grew up in like a certain way during that era. And it like set us up for the life that we have today, mm-hmm. which is kind of cute to think about. Should we run it back one more time? One more time, just for the old blonde for like- I don't think the boys would like it. They're like, no, we're not ready for this. Oh God. <laughs> for- leave it in the- be on our worst behavior. Yeah. I mean, maybe it served its purpose. All right, baddies. Well, that's all we had this week. Thank you so much for listening. If you liked what you heard, follow us on Instagram. It's at drinksafterwork underscore. Follow us on TikTok. It's at drinksafterwork no underscore. Yes. Hello. Did you hear that? What? Score. Score. Underscore. Underscore. And if you're a girl. In, in the, the Boston, Boston area. area. Looking to make new friends. Looking for fun things to do in the city. Join our private Facebook group. It's linked in our IG bio. Just click the Hoobie link. Hoobie link. We love you, baddies. See you See next, next week. week. Bye.